All good. Catherine, thanks for your patience. Whenever you're ready, the floor is yours. Lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time, Darren, as always. QPR away on Sunday, then. Is this a must-win game? Yeah, it's always a must-win game because the next one up, Catherine. So, you know, we always feel and plan and prepare uh, to go and win a football match. It's never any different. Um, and this being the next one, um, of course, it is a must-win game for us. So, we're, uh, we're planning and preparing uh, for the game and we look forward to the game on Sunday. Is there slightly more riding on it, though, purely because of the nature of where the teams are in the division? You know, fourth bottom against third bottom, the implications of losing on Sunday are quite big. Yeah, and we've always looked at, and certainly myself and the group of players, has always looked upon looking ahead and what's above us and keep moving away. That's always been the mindset and the mentality here is to look up and not the other way. Um, we've got a game against um, QPR on Sunday. Um, the league positions of the team are what they are. Uh, but certainly our mindset and focus is to keep looking forward and, uh, and plan to prepare to do that. Um, as I said, Catherine, before, you know that we feel that as a group of players and staff, we're in a, we're in a good position in terms of the performances where they've been. And we continue to um, keep moving the team in that right direction. When the owner, Kevin Nagel, though, has very publicly said, from his point of view, it is a must-win game. Is that helpful? Does that add more pressure onto the players that perhaps they could do without? No, it's helpful because it clearly shows that um, our chairman is a passionate uh, man and wants to win football matches. And that's what is echoed to the whole football club in terms of it because we're all sharing that together. The players, the staff, myself sharing that. And the chairman's leading from the front in terms of wanting to win football matches. Uh, I've never worked under any um, chairman at any of the football club that don't want to win matches, whether it be a Saturday or a Tuesday. We all want to win matches. Uh, the chairman's a very, very successful man uh, in terms of his business and he's bringing that winning mentality and desire to the football club. So again, Catherine, for me and the group of players and the staff, we endorse what the chairman said in terms of that and um, he's certainly um, leading from the top in terms of he's been here showing great support to the whole structure of the football club and none so more on the, on the field of play. Football management inevitably, it takes no prisoners. If it doesn't go your way on Sunday, are you worried for your own position? For me, looking at the, the, the situation, it's the business and the gig that we sign up for when you come in as a manager of a football club, we know the industry, we know the business, it's what we signed up for. Um, when I came to Huddersfield Town Football Club and meet the chairman, his passion was to win games. It's my passion to win games and that will never depart. So to, for us to look and for me to isolate one game on a Sunday and, and do that, that's, not, that's something that I've never ever put in my situation. My situation is, as a manager of the football club, my job is to prepare the team and to go and win games. Um, and that's how we'll keep the focus and that's what we've done, Catherine, and we'll continue to do, um, is to keep looking forward and stay moving forward. The bits and pieces in the media and what's been said around it, we get, we understand, but it is the industry and football will never change. That will, that will be now and forevermore. Have you had that reassurance from the owner then, that if it, if it doesn't go your way on Sunday, and let's hope it does, but has he reassured you that come what may, no matter what the outcome on Sunday, 
he wants you to continue in this job and, and continue the, the project you've started. As I said before, Catherine, we feel here, and, and you know, the chairman's expressed that right through the whole football club in terms of the game, and he's really passionate for the game on Sunday. And I think what he's calling for us all to do is to make sure that we've always done is putting our energies and our focus into the next game, which is Sunday. And that's exactly what we've been doing. That's exactly what we've been doing in training. It's exactly what we've been doing in the, in the, in the, in the preparation for this game. And it's how we'll apply ourselves uh, come on Sunday. Um, it's to go and look forward to go and win the football matches, uh, or the football match, should say. After that, we'll take things um, as they come after the game. But the, there's a real positivity and energy throughout the whole staff and the, and the players, really, um, to go and perform and look to go and win the game on Sunday. And do you go into it with that mindset? Are you going to go there and be brave and attack it? Catherine, we've always um, focused on trying to win the football match. Um, when you say brave and attack it, my um, remit has been you can only, the previous matches leading up to it, you can only apply yourselves with the tools that's been available. And we have to remember that it's only last week that it looked like that one or two of those tools were available after what we deemed what would be a successful transfer window. Um, up until then, we've had to put square pegs in round holes. What we've done is we've shown uh, over the back end of last year and now that our intent in bringing in players that we felt would strengthen the team and show that right area. What I've been pleased with is that from the owners uh, and, and um, sort of the bosses above, it's shown that intent that they've backed what I've said and, and backed in terms of what we wanted to bring to the football club. And we all know, as, as all connected with the football club, the areas that we've strengthened, the players that have been in, that have been brought in, has been a clear identification in terms of the team. And we have done that. And they were only really brought in last week, really, to, to sort of play against Blackburn. And, you know, they've had 45 minutes of training. Um, some was available, some weren't available. And we've had a good, solid week this week. And, uh, and we plan to go forward and continue to move forward with those um, tools that we have available that's not been there all season. So I'm really pleased and it clearly shows that there's a, um, a unity within the football club in identifying some of those um, issues that we had. What we're trying to do now is bring them all together and continue to work. And, and obviously we look forward to that game and, and hopefully, like I said, we'll get them to settle in and gel into the team as quickly as possible. You got a really good win against QPR at home. It was a very fast start, two early goals. And then I think your frustration post-match with that was that despite the win, like your side maybe sat back a little bit too much. It could have been a much, a much wider margin of victory. What lessons do you learn from that win against QPR that you can maybe take into the game on Sunday? Yeah, we, the game, no, no one game ever plays out the same when you come round to it. So it'd be a different game, certainly down there. But what I remember from the game was we had, a, we had a real quick, fast, blistering start. And it was a real learning curve for me in terms of where the team at, because we had a real blistering start and uh, an exciting opening 20, 25 minutes. And it sort of, we kind of took the foot off the gas or pressed pause. And we kind of sort of just wanted to see the game out, really, which it wasn't. Uh, wasn't the case. I'd like to think that the team's in a different mindset in terms of where it was then and this time from the learning from that, Catherine, would be more of the same and keep keep that pressure and keep that element on it. 
Um, though that was the game at the start of the season, we, we predict a diff very different game on Sunday. But should it run in the same direction, then the message would be clear is to continue to, to keep the foot firmly on the pedal. You've mentioned some of the new additions who've arrived at the club since that game. Um, any further transfer business expected or are you done now? Is that it? Or should we expect maybe a couple more arrivals, any more departures? No, I think I think it'd be wrong for me to say that's it and departure and that. What we are just saying, is there anything in the pipeline at the moment? No. Um, but the window's still open, so we'll, um, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, with the window being open, hopefully the group will continue to develop and move forward and continue to show that progression, which they have been doing. As I said, you know, before, I'm pleased with in terms of where the group's showing at the moment, though you might probably identify it with a result, and with, with winning games, certainly the, the performances, certainly when I look over the last certainly half a dozen games, the performances have been in the right direction. Uh, and we need to continue doing that because in order to get the wins that we need, the performance needs to be in place. Uh, and we feel that as a group of players and staff that we've been aiming towards that. So we'll continue to do that. But in terms of that, Catherine, the cap, uh, whilst the transfer window's open, um, I'll just stay in that neutral zone and just continue to focus on the team. With regard to team on Sunday then, um, we've spoken to Rodinio Barker. He's clearly recovered from his, his illness. Um, anybody else likely to return for Sunday? I'm, I'm wondering where Delano Bergzorg, Jaheim Headley are in their recovery. Yeah, no, they're still um, with the medical team, still recovering. So um, they won't be um, considered involved. Um, probably... Maybe the the ones probably that Matty Pearson's back in training. He's just been back in this week, so um, we can assess him over the next couple of days and see how he is. Um, and I can't I can't think at the moment, Catherine, who's probably been out and and probably not in there. But that's probably been one noticeable figure. Okay, other than Matty Pearson, is there anybody else likely to be back in the frame for Sunday? Um, we don't think, look, looking at it, um, I wouldn't say that there's much much more. That's probably been the, one of the longer-term injuries coming back. Um, I'd probably say it's Matty Pearson. OK. Thank you very much, Darren. Good luck on Sunday. Thanks, Catherine. Cheers. Thanks, Catherine. We'll come to Stephen from We Are Terriers next. Hi, Darren. You say you're on the lookout still in the transfer window. If Is, is it at this stage trying to get something done if you can but if you can't then you'll be you'll consider yourselves happy with what you have been able to get done so far yeah I think I think I'll probably be able to answer that once the window's closed um Stephen to in all fairness I think for me now it's just I'm really pleased with the with the business we've done um you know bringing the the the, the players in that we have brought in has shown a, a clear intent like I said when we were speaking on here towards the end of the the year we spoke about doing our work as early as possible in the transfer window, which we have done. Um, and then, of course, one of the ones was bringing Brody back from his loan spell, which, you know, we've been really pleased with his um, performances since upon his return and then long, long may that continue. So whilst it is now, I'm really, really pleased. What it's just been now is, you know, those players have come in and, you know, what we've just wanted to do is just get them settled in, just get them working, um, Stephen, and get them on the training ground. And we've had them on the training ground this week. And the quicker we settle them down and integrate into the into the squad and, 
and what we want, what he brought them here to do, then the better uh, it'll be for us going forward. Are they all now in a position where they, if you want to, you, you can start them on Sunday? Um, I think, yeah, I think looking at them all, just quickly running through them in my head, I suppose the one that we had to really check on really was uh, Redinho in terms of his illness, because with that one, with the illness, it was just how much has it taken it out of his system really in terms of that. So he he's the one... Um, concern really that we've been really monitoring in training um, and we still have a couple of days to monitor him and, and that will be the only decision that we leave to the last minute is whether we deem is he physically fit enough and strong enough to cope with the demands of the game because as I said it was quite a vicious illness that he had that um, that depleted him a little bit so he's just been about building up his um, getting some good food into him and, and nutrition into him and and, and physically getting some good work into him. And there's no new issues in the squad for this weekend. I like the question, Stephen, but I don't. I never like answering it when we've yeah, got a couple of sessions right. to make. So hopefully, <laughs> uh, all being well, then um, yeah, we'll have a we we'll we should have a clean bill of health. All being well. Okay. Um, one of the things the the chairman has said, you know, Kevin has been quite critical of the shape, or at least the style. Um, within that shape, is that something you agree with, or do you think there's ways that you could keep that three-five-two and sort of make changes within it that might give the chairman a bit more of, of what he wants to see? Yeah, we under I understand that uh, with the chairman saying that, but again, we have, we have to remember that um, we've worked with the with the tools that we've had available. Um, so within that, with the tools we had available, there's certain aspects where. Um, I probably feel my hands were tied a bit and in terms of the team but part of the manager's job is there's many many different shapes and formations I can I, I, I play um, Stephen and, and if you look back at my time at West Brom my time at Doncaster and certainly my time when I started at Sheffield Wednesday you'll see the different shapes I've adopted and played um, so to be associated with it with the 352 is not something that it is but what I have tried to do is step into the football club look at seeing what's been available and, and seek the best shape um, in order for us to progress and move forward and that's what we've done what we have done in the transfer window is we've brought um, we've made some signings that has allowed us to potentially with the return of one or two from injured injuries allow us to change the dynamics of the team as and when we see fit and that's what we'll try and do in terms of going forward so when when we get those available we get time to work to to apply that, but and that's where I feel more happier now. Sort of now that the January window's open, and you know there's been that um, that support shown to bring those players in. We can start applying that now and start moving forward and, and looking at maybe different shapes, systems, formation that you might go with in terms of um, what you deem probably being on the front foot. Yeah. I think some people were a bit surprised to hear the chairman sort of been so critical on, you know, so publicly uh, on, on football in matters. I think maybe it's something we're not quite used to in, in this country, certainly. Is that what Kevin said? Was that a conversation you'd had with him privately, previously? Or is that sort of, did it come as a surprise to you as well? It's honestly, his, his, his passion is, is when, when I came to the football club, it's what put uh, myself... Um, and the chairman on the same page was his passion to win and it's a passion to win that the passion that I share um, it's, and for, for him coming out and saying what he said 
it just illustrates one thing. He wants to win. I want to win. Everybody, everybody at Oldisfield Town wants to win. So him expressing his views um, out there just shows his passion. And, and people look and think that, oh, it was, it was a criticism against the club. He's the chairman and the owner of the football club. And, and what better way of showing passion? So we endorse in terms of the passion that he showed. So we're on the same page in terms of that. And we can understand his frustrations. Absolutely, you can understand the frustrations because that's part and partial of football in, in, in terms of your frustrations. But what it is, is I think where I'm in agreement with him and always have been, uh, and respectful of him and honour him in terms of the, the, the position in, in terms of him being the chairman at the football club is that he shows a passion to want to win um, and it's, if that is to drive and galvanise us going forward it can only be a good thing really Stephen so for me um, I, I'm, I'm all for it and, and that's why I came to the football club was to and that's what the game's about winning Do you feel I mean one part of what you said there was that he'd spoken to other managers that he knows about, you know, the uh, got their assessment of, of where things could improve. Do you, do you feel that undermines your position at all? Or is that sort of, are those voices that you, that you welcome? Stephen, today, every manager, not just me, is always being questioned. It happens at the very highest, the very whatever you deem the very lowest of the league. It's part and partial of the job. You're in a position where everybody has their own opinion and that's what makes the game so beautiful because everybody has their own opinion in what shape you play, what players you should play, what system you should play, um, how you should be doing this, how you should be doing that. It's always going to uh, be prevalent to the professional game. It, that's the game. I think that the, the biggest thing is coming in here, you have to accept that that's the game that we're in. Um, and it won't just be myself and, and Huddersfield Town that's being questioned week to week. Every single one of us in this uh, position, and that's part and partial of it, and it'll be here today and it'll be here tomorrow and, and, and onwards into the future. Fair enough. Thanks, Darren. Um, on, unfortunately, we had what looked like some good news last week with, with Ollie Turt's return for the B team. Turned into the worst possible news that he's, you know, he requires another surgery will be out for the rest of the season. It's, it's a horrible blow for him, isn't it? And for the club. Yeah, we're really, um, you know, I speak on behalf of the team, the stop, every, everybody in terms of Ollie and the news that we got um, because it was looking so promising for him. And, and now, you know, we've, we've got this injury setback for him and, you know, the medical team will do like they've always done, is do their absolute best to get Ollie back in full fitness going forward. So with that in mind, you know, we share Ollie's um, sort of pain and probably disappointment at not probably being back for the, for the second half of the season. But we're really supportive of him in terms of, you know, making sure that he's getting the right rehabilitation. The support is around him, the support mechanism around him. And we, Ollie knows that when he's back fully fit, we'll welcome him back with open arms, back into that first team fold. You know, but right now he's got our full support and backing in terms of um, the next part of his rehabilitation to get back to full fitness. Does his this setback does that have any impact on what you might look to do in the transfer window? Um, did you have him sort of penciled in for for that role, knowing that he was due back around this time? Yes, I, I did have him back penciled in for that role for him to come and play that role. 
yes, um, I, I did hear all the the wonderful things about Oli. I'm obviously working with him here. What a, what a wonderful individual. So much uh, positivity and energy, but also um, catching up and, and seeing some of the footage of what he could um, supply us in terms of going forward. So I did have him down. Um, and earmarking what a wonderful player to have to come back in with his experience and his quality really uh, and the position what I had for him in the team and that that's no longer going to happen um, for the remainder of this season so what the next best thing is is to um, you know support Oli on his on his on his uh, rehabilitation and and get him ready for uh, when he's due back um, and whether that's for pre-season and that then then so be it the main thing now is that we support Ali and we make sure that he comes back fully fully fit um, and healed from this latest setback because that's where it's a blessing that Brody has come back and in such good form because you know he's a right back by trade he, he can certainly play that role and you've now hopefully with, with Rodinio back and Matty Pearson on his way back you've got a wealth of options at centre back you can afford to move him yeah, and and that was the that was the um, looking at the the aspects because losing Utah and losing Jaheim uh, and Matty Matty P was um, a real blow to us in terms of our defensive cover, um, and grateful for um, Ben Jackson's versatility and bringing Brody back in, and then certainly you know the likes of Leezy and and Mish holding the fort really in in terms of where they've been at because, you know, very fortunate that if any, if one of them two would have taken a knock at that time, it would have really left us short. So, you know, having uh, Rodinho in now and, and, and seeing Matty P back on the training ground, um, it, it's, a, it's a real wonderful sight for me to see really in terms of getting those um, defensive um, covers back and getting that strength in depth. Oli was part of that really, seeing Oli come back in and, you know, um, had Oli completed his um, game time, then he would have been deemed fit now, part of the squad for this weekend's game. So it shows the the, the disappointment we all share in it, but also at the same time is we support him going forward. So it's something that we'll see how it, how the team develops. Hopefully, Steve, we won't get no more knocks or injuries in that department um, because we've had our, we certainly had our fair share. That's all for me. Thanks, Darren. Appreciate it. Thank Good you. Luck Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. We'll come to Leon from the Archer Post in the room. I, I hear, Darren. Do you, do you sort of accept? I mean, when you're in the autumn, you came in, you had a hellish amount of injuries. They're clearing up a little bit. You've you've made some decent signings in the market. Do you accept that it's now it's the fair time to to sort of judge you, really? Yeah, I think I think the 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 first bit when we we sort of we come in. Um, we can we can understand obviously when we came into the football club, um, we can understand that the, 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 all the excitement yeah. and everything else. Yeah. But we just have to remember, Leon, that um, through no fault of anybody's, um, we've just had a, a real um, tough time yeah. in terms yeah. of it, and you know we've had to be adapting. And and I honestly I give this group of players so much credit uh, in terms of how they've. Um, came up against adversity in a short space of time yeah. and gotten on yeah. with it. And I've spoken about the honesty and the commitment that they give every single week and it's credit to them. What we've been allowed to do now is increase the depth of the squad yeah. with one or two signings in key areas of the pitch. Um, 
and you know, we, we I was in I was at touchline at Blackburn, and and um, when Bojan just controlled the ball after the first thirty seconds, he come on and laid yeah. it off. There was a massive cheer from the away end, and what I meant with with the fans is because they've seen something that they've not seen all yeah. season, yeah. Uh, and you have to remember, you know, um, Dell has been playing as our number nine. Um, but if you look back in the history, Dell's not an out-and-out number nine. He's probably more of a wide player. So we've had to be adapting in that position. So things like that, when you look at it, you, you have to remember in terms of when we came in and when we took all the reins in here, yeah. where the team was at. And that's where we've had to be adaptable and quickly learn about the team and adopting the style. What we've done is um, we all got together, chairman, you know, Jake, Mark yeah. um, and Lee, we identified areas that we needed to do and, and we all came on the same page together and, and we brought those players in. Those players need to be integrated in really, really quickly and settled down yeah. really quickly into yeah. a system. So now it's a time where I've had a, a managed to have a, um, a transfer window and bring one or two in, but hopefully as well, Leon, is getting them back off the treatment table, which allows Huddersfield Town a little bit more strength in depth in terms of going forward. Um, and that's the bit where we feel we've had, though we've felt that we've done solid and good work before, we feel hopefully now for the second half of the season, these latter games, with one or two returning, then um, hopefully it'll see the fortune of the team turn. In your, in your managerial, managerial career, your, at your last club as well, blocking out the noise, handling big games, this is a situation that that you were used to, isn't it? You know, it, it's, it's fair to say it's been part of your of your life as a as a manager in some respects? Yeah, I think I look back at um, my managerial career and when you look back on it and you look at all the clubs that have happened to come in at the time have been in a time of um, um, change, yeah. Um, yeah. struggles. Um, West Brom, when I took it, was struggling. Doncaster, when I took it, was struggling. Sheffield Wednesday, when I took it, was struggling. Huddersfield Town, when we took it, uh, was struggling still after seven or eight games. Probably, yeah. if I look back on it, it's probably in the same position as it is now. Yeah. So when I look back on it, there's, they've all been games, but what we, what I've always had from uh, certainly the the ownership coming in is being given a remit and the process has been there. The process yeah. for Huddersfield Town this season was always to remain in this league. That was the, That's part of the process. And then next season, it's to build and move forward. Um, currently now, as we stand here now, Leon, the team's in that in that position. We're yeah. still uh, in that in that position where we can look forward and look ahead and kick on. So, in terms of that, um, we share it in terms of the, the the process in terms of coming here, and we know the the hard work, and we continue to do it. So, as a manager, I'm a responsibility. I'm responsible for the team and everything going forward, and that's the responsibility we take on because we understand the role. And I'm so um, enthused and, and, and driven and positive with it is that the only way to do it is to remain positive, remain upbeat, which is always yeah. what I always do and consistently look forward. And that's what I'll always continue to do in, in terms of the role. And what you end up doing, you, you end up turning it, you win games yeah. and then there's a togetherness. What we need now is a togetherness. What we need now is unity, is everybody pulling together um, and we get that at the football club and that then it, it sends huge uh, waves through this football club. You, you know, the fans are, you know, on the pitch, I said they're the 12th man on the pitch for us. Um, they energise the players. 
um, and that's what we just do. We have unity right from the top, right the way through. And in order for that, that's what I've saw brought successes that the football clubs have been at in terms of the situation yeah. we've been at. When everybody comes together, um, you know, I use the phrase, it's not about me, it's about we as a collective. Yeah. And everybody's got their part to play and, and that's the bit what we'll continue to do and, and that's the most important thing for me. Do you think one result, one win, one catalyst could significantly change things because you've got fresh options up up from more offensive options like one win one catalyst that could really flip it around psychologically honestly and that's what we feel we just feel that we are that's we're split hair from getting that when you look at the games you know if you look at the blackburn game last week we all feel that we should have won the game in terms yeah. of how it was and but it's just we're splitting hairs really yeah. in terms of it um, and we know that one win has a huge transformation uh, in terms of that. And that's why as yeah. I, I sit here as a manager, you know, expressing my views because I work with a group of players. I'm in with the staff yeah. every yeah. single yeah. day of the week. And you see the, pre the progression and the progress and you see the hard work and commitment that they're giving on a daily basis to yeah. bring that true. Um, we want to win games for Huddersfield Town. We don't sit here thinking we're going to go into a game to lose it. We want to yeah. win. That's, that's the fact, and I speak on myself and myself, the group of players, uh, the chairman, uh, chief exec, yeah. sporting, yeah. we all, we all want to win games, and, um, and that's what we've done, you know, there's been, a, there's been a lot of change at this football club in the last seven months, and the change is to see this club go forward, never yeah. to derail it, it was all about seeing the club going forward, so that's what we feel, do we feel we're still in the, pro in the progress of turning this football club and pushing it in the right direction? Yeah. Absolutely. We know there's a lot of yeah. hard work ahead, Leon, but um, um, nothing ventured, nothing gained, as no. I say, you know, and to, and, to, and to usually when you've got to turn things around, there's an element of hard work. Yeah. Um, but in order to turn it around, there needs to be that togetherness. Because that clinical ruthless side, you, you've drawn a hell of a, hell of a lot of games. You, it suggests that the, you know, the structure in the organisation, that's, that's pretty much fine. It's just that, that killer bit, isn't that it? That win, yeah. And, and that win... Kind of, we, 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 we associate it with the win and rightly so, we won the win games. But when I look back at some of the games, your Bristol Cities, your Middlesbroughs, and yeah, yeah. you know, there's so many games that when you look at it, we took a point from it that easily could have been three points if it was yeah. just that one chance or that final touch yeah. or anything yeah, or yeah. that just turns it into a win. And that's where we have to be. We, we have to be more ruthless at the top end of the pitch and be more concentrated at the, at the other end, really, to um, keep the opposition at bay. And I think that's what we're consistently working towards and keep pushing towards, and, and none so more than the game on, um, on, on Sunday. Cheers, Leon. Just checking in, Theo, from York Shores. Anything to add, or is that OK? Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, uh, great to be here, and it's such an honour to be in front of you and um, I've got a few questions and I'll just ask one or two of them um, so but the first one is some might say that Leeds is the toughest game of the season but is this your toughest game of the season? Yes it's definitely the toughest game because it's it's the next one um, Theo so for us it's we all any game we come up to we just put all our energies into the next game and just focus on this game and our eyes and our focus have never looked any further than the next game, which is all about um, QPR, which we're preparing for uh, in the best possible way for, for Sunday. 
Um, the next question I wanted to ask was, um, with, within the business that you've done, do you feel that you can push on and get away from the relegation zone? Absolutely. That's the that's the aim. That's always been the aim. Um, was to try and manage the situation as best as we could from the first part, but certainly get to the the transfer window and make one or two signings that would help the team um, uh, progress further. And we firmly believe this at the at the club in terms of the signings that we've made, integrating them in the squad, and with the hopefully the bright news of the next couple of weeks, two or three weeks, with one or two more returning back off the treatment table, we'll see the squad uh, in a more healthier position to progress and move forward. But our aim is to win games and then we, we're very, very optimistic that with the additions that we've made and with the return of one or two from injuries, it's not only just to win games, but to progress and move away and, and start climbing up the league and, and looking at the teams ahead of us and catching them. Um, the last question is, is there any positions that you feel like that you lack in um, for his transfer window that you could still do business in? Car, it's a good it's a good question and I suppose every manager it will say all positions if somebody was to come up available that's 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 in a, that would that would help the team going forward. But right now to answer that question, I'm just happy with the ones that we brought in because the players that we brought in will help us going forward uh, for the mere fact for the positions that they play in that they're renowned with. We're really pleased to bring Reese, uh, uh, Bojan, Alex and Redinho in and along as calling back Brody from his loan spell will help the team going forward uh, in addition to the ones that we've got in already. Um, so we really feel that going forward and now, as I said before, we just want to get them settled, integrated in real, real quickly as possible and um, and uh, get them gelling with the team and, and their performances going will help us immensely.